the college football experience, big 12 season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. get started today. And you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time and chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment. Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win a million dollars. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome to the college football experience. Part two of the big 12 conference preview. Uh, we just ended with Oklahoma. I'm here with Patty seeing the place to be. We are now going to be talking about the Cowboys of Oklahoma state. I know what you're thinking. They lose Chubba Hubbard. They lose uh, they got hit on the O line, but Spencer Sanders is back. Mike Gundy traditionally just, they never really fall off Patty. C. they're always good. That's true. And I feel like a lot of the times they're good. It's when they're not projected to be that good. Kind of uh, live up to or don't live up to expectations when they're there, but exceed them when they're uh, when yeah. they're low. And and to me, the running back room, you know, Hubbard missed some games last year. That LD Brown played big. I think I think the running game will be fine. I think Spencer Sanders is actually a guy that, that is flying under the radar for being a very good quarterback. He missed time last year a little bit as well. Um, but I think it's a, a guy that could really, now I understand that they, they lose Wallace uh, at wide receiver. They lose stoner, but uh, Braden Johnson back. He was, he played big at moments last year and then they're going to need another receiver. He's either Presley or, or uh, Tay Martin to really contribute. But in general, this was a really good Oklahoma state defense last year. Right. Yeah. And the fact that they are bringing back eight of those, uh, you know, 11 starters, I think if you're a cowboy fan, there's room to be optimistic that you're flying under the radar. Everyone's talking Iowa State, and they could totally see themselves in the Big Twelve Championship. Yeah, Oklahoma State only giving up 23.5 points per game, only scoring 30 points per game though, which I guess is good for fifth in the uh, Big Twelve. But um, eight and three last year, uh, an overtime loss to Texas. That was brutal. I watched that game. That was a brutal loss for them. They, they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that seven game. point loss at TCU. And then they got throttled at Oklahoma, but is Spencer Sanders ready to turn the corner and have that breakthrough season? Still just a sophomore. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's right. Cause he didn't yeah. earn that eligibility. Still just a sophomore. He's the type of dude that should stay Yeah, for the for, full for time. The, yeah. Stay the distance. All five years, I guess will be, but um, I guess, you know, they get three starters back on the O line. I think the right tackles, the real question mark, Hunter Anthony penciled in to be that starter. Um, I think the offense will be fine. Gundy will just do that. And the defense looks to be good. And I actually think they're flying under the radar and are probably pretty good odds to win or to at least get to the big, like you got to figure, okay, to win the big 12, it's probably, you know, Oklahoma or Iowa state is the, the top favorites. Yeah. After that, I bet you it's probably Texas. Yeah. But I think OK State's flying under that radar because get this: if they were to play Oklahoma in the Big Twelve Championship, they would have played them twice in a row. It's hard to beat a team twice. That's true. Now let's look at the path to get there. Out the gate, they get Bobby Petrino's fucking road rash face, motorcycle road rash face. Bobby Petrino just took Missouri State to the FCS playoffs, Patty C. But guess what? This is still going to be. They got blown out in the FCS playoffs. Some would say it was a miracle they even got to the FCS playoffs. Oklahoma state's going to roll them, right? 
going to roll them week yes, one. I agree. Week two, they get Tulsa. And if you remember last year, Tulsa should have beat them in Stillwater. Dangerous game. Yeah. Dangerous game here. That's true. They get them back to back years in Tol- uh, Stillwater. In Stillwater. And then they're at Boise State. That's a tough little start to the schedule. Another another uh, Big Twelve team going to play on the road at a at a, at a group of five, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Boise has managed to get a bunch of pretty good teams to come to that Smurf turf. So Oklahoma State probably just the next victims, but we're gonna see what you think. Three and zero. Going to the Smurf turf. We're just gonna give them that win. I just don't know what to expect with Avalos. Yeah, new coach. Uh, I mean, I think Tulsa. Although Tulsa didn't they just sustain a. Uh, Terrible injury. Uh, no, that what their top corner transfer. Uh, top corner transfer. Yeah. That's what it is. You can sound like you got a frog in your throat there, buddy. Well, I mean, look, uh, that's cause we're going to be talking about the TCU horn frogs in a minute here. Hello. <laughs> hey, uh, right. I, I would hey, say I eat everything. I eat the pussy. I eat the butt. I eat every motherfucking thing. <laughs> yeah, right? uh, let me uh, get a, let me get a two and one. Okay. I think they're going to take that L at Boise. You're probably right. I just don't know what to expect with Boise. I think this year's Boise team is pretty talented though. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, if they win that game at Boise, you want to talk about a schedule that can really break for them. They could start five and oh, that's they what I'm saying. Cause start. I think they, they, if they can win in Boise, they will be five and oh, get a bye week going into Texas. That, that's, that's not a for sure loss, man. Not at all. I actually think they might have the better roster right now. They have a proven quarterback, Texas. We don't know their quarterback situation. You're one under Sarkeesian. Give me, give me, give me, give me Gundy to get that done. Oh, so you got them six and zero. If they get past Boise, okay. Then they'll lose at Iowa. Yes, State. then they lose at Iowa State. Yeah, back to back away. Come home to Kansas and get the W. At West Virginia, <sighs> probably an L. I could see that being an L. Yeah. Home to TCU. They can they could win beat that. that. Yeah. At Texas Tech, they could win that. Yeah. Home to Oklahoma. They will lose that. They but always look, find that's only two Big Twelve losses. We have Iowa State having three. Oklahoma State is going to the Big Twelve Championship. Wow. There it is, folks. You heard it here first from Colby D. Uh let me let me say this. <laughs> I want Iowa State for the record. But I'm just saying that schedule breaks nice. Breaks a little nicer for him. Mike Gundy, after uh six ten win plus win seasons in eight years, has now slipped to the first time he hasn't managed a uh, 10 win season in either of a two year period. Well, last year he would have had to been undefeated, right? No. Cause they went eight and five last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dating back to 2009 was the last time he didn't get uh, a 10 win season. Well, You know what that is though? In my period. opinion, that's the big 12 getting a lot better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there were some, some years where I feel like uh, certain teams are down. Now I will say this Baylor and TCU were up for a little bit there. Yeah. But I feel like the, the ceiling the conference has, has gotten better. Yeah. The whole conference or the has uh, floor better. has risen. I mean, Iowa state said. used to be a doormat. That's an example. Yeah. K state had some tough years. You know what I mean? So, uh, who else? Texas tech. I mean, they're kind of the same that they were. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, a I tough guess conference. you can make that argument that I guess Baylor is Iowa state. Now I think they've just taken a little step back. I mean, I don't know what it is. Uh, I think the offense was a little more cutting edge for some reason. But dude, you, I mean, you look at last year's, I mean, they're very close to being fucking 11 and one <laughs> or whatever, whatever the, uh, how, however many games they played. I mean, if you take away the Oklahoma was the only game they really, they lost by three in overtime and they lost by seven to TCU. Oh no. Sorry. Last year. I'm, I'm thinking two years ago, they're eight and five. What did they do last year? Uh, last year they were what five, six, seven, eight. No, they were eight and three. Eight and three. Which in a ten game season or in a twelve game season they probably would have went eleven and two or eleven and three. Eleven and three. Um, that's a fourteen game season. <laughs> <laughs> ten and three. There we go. They okay. probably would have had ten wins. I can't fucking count. <laughs> All right. I think they've everyone just a- turned off the podcast. You're like, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm right? struggling today. Right. I'm going to blame this Modelo. Right right. You know what? This is where I just cue the Bosworth song. <laughs> oh man. Cheers to yeah. that buddy. Cheers to, that's to Brian what, that's Bosworth, what I think right? it's really that there's not enough alcohol in my system right now. I mm. need to be I can't uh, sit here in this middle zone, you know? Yeah. Don't be a pussy, dude. It's um, like uh, Mr. Miyagi 
on one side of the rope, <laughs> you fine. One other side of the road, you fine. You in the middle of the road, crush like grape. You, you can't try to sound like a, an Asian man in 2021, Patty. That's true. All right. That's true. I, I'm fucking with you. Carry on with your Miyagi talk. I actually used to bartend on Mr. Miyagi. Is that right? Yeah. Pat he, Morita. He would come in and, and drink his, his whiskeys. And that dude can drink. He oh, could, I, bet. I mean, rest in peace, but he could drink. Um, uh, I think this team could be flying under the radar. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma state. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I, I just, the, the schedule breaks. I Nicer. do think they'll rebound. If Kansas is as bad as you say, they get a bye week before West Virginia then because Kansas is on the slate. So if you let them, I mean, to me, they're for sure losses that we have penciled in or at Iowa state and at West Virginia, those are still winnable. Yeah. You're talking like a, a player two difference. I and feel they're like. getting Oklahoma at home. You're probably right. They probably are going to make the uh, big 12 championship game, especially because like you said, when expectations are a little lower, that's when they do better. Yeah. Um, well, hell. Um, all right, guys, we're going to get to the next team here, but before I do I want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games, generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk-free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. I mean, I, I, so far, I think OK State's schedule breaks nicer to me yeah, than. Even though uh, um, Iowa State certainly seems like the better team at this point, yeah. The schedule is just way tougher. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, I've been making this case for a long time, Patty. See that in the, in, in the Big 12 or in just in college football in general, schedule is everything. And that's why you need a larger playoff, is because, yes, okay, uh, Alabama probably would win in a large playoff. Probably. Yeah. But we also haven't seen them had to play a lot of back to back tough games. Yeah. Right. Um, but I can tell you that the schedule manipulation for the rest, like I, f- I am a hundred percent of the belief that Clemson would have not made the playoffs if they played some of these schedules. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. I mean, we saw it this year when we expected them to be the clear favorite against Ohio state and they got their ass whipped. Yeah. I mean, if they would have to go, they, Clemson hasn't played back-to-back away games in five years. You give them Iowa state schedule. I guarantee you they lose. Yeah. Guarantee you. Um, so here we are with the Texas Longhorn, Steve Sarkeesian fan of the higher or not Patty C. Uh, I know you're not. <laughs> I just think that uh, they didn't need to. I, I, I personally think it's a, was a lateral move at best uh, for them as a program. Yeah. I mean, considering what they had, well, what are, what are you really getting in both situations? What's my guy's name? The coach from Houston, uh, Holgerson. No, that they just let go. No, he was, uh, Ohio state. Then yeah. he was at Houston and he was no. at Texas. I'm drawing a fucking blank on his name. I right am now. too. Let me pull it up. I don't know why I'm rusty right now, but, um, yeah, he was basically the same thing. He, if anything, I think he's a little bit better. Yeah. Texas coach based I'm, on what he did at Houston. You know what I mean? Yeah. Based on what he did at Houston, what the fuck is his name? As a uh, fucking Tom Herman. Yes, Jesus. Jesus, that took forever. Um, uh, yeah, Tom Herman was a lateral move. I mean, going to Steve Sarkeesian because he was the same thing. But I actually think if gun to my head, if I'm starting a brand new team and I want to hire a coach, I think I'd rather hire Herman than Sarkeesian. Someone who's actually had some more success, big success yeah. as a head coach. Because I guess when you, when you look at Sarkeesian, you say. Uh, average kind of average performance at uh, USC, you know? Well, and and it, to me, one of the big points here is yes, Texas didn't look the part and maybe the, the fact that the way they've produced their talent hasn't been the norm. But if you go back and look at their schedule last year, Patty C, I almost think you should have gave Herman one more year because you got a two point loss to TCU where you're running back fumbled at the two yard line, right? Yeah. I mean, you're about to score and win that game. You're running back fumbles. Yeah. You got a four overtime loss to Oklahoma. You got a three point loss to Iowa state. You won every other game. You almost went undefeated. Yeah. Those are good teams. You lost. You almost, too. I don't think Steve Sarkeesian can mimic that. They had the number two offense in the big 12 last year, averaging 42.7 points per game. That's an explosive offense and the number six defense. Well, I, I don't get it. 
I don't get it, man. Well, Herman Herman was a, a, a coordinator. I don't know. Did they win a national championship while he was at Ohio State? I think he I was think their so. OC. Yeah. So, and that's basically what Sarkeesian did at Alabama. So, if that's their their key accomplishment, then they are that is a complete lateral move by on Texas's part. But like you said, the fact that Ter- Herman has had some success more, at Houston, elite yeah. success as yeah. a head coach at Houston, especially in state. You know, well, I just think you look at that season, you say this is with COVID battling all this shit. You almost went undefeated, man. I mean, four overtimes, your other losses combined by five points. Right. To a team that won a New Year's Six game in Iowa State and a TCU team that's pretty darn good. And you fumbled at the two yard, and that was like a that was like that's like uh, the fucking Herm Edwards play where the quarterback fumbles the snap. I mean, you pretty much had that one. Yeah. I just I I'd be hard pressed to think that uh Sarkeesian can do better. Let's go through the schedule and see what Longhorn fans should expect. But I can tell you this also. This is a legit schedule. Because not only are you playing at Arkansas, so you're playing ten power fives, you're also playing the Ridge and Cajuns who bring back ninety eight percent of their roster <laughs> that's won double digits wins in the past two seasons. Yeah. And then your third and final team, you, they don't go FCS. It's the Rice Owls. And Rice, believe uh. it or not. Look, I'm just look. I'm not saying Rice is going to win that they game. They don't need to worry about Rice at all. It's still a better game than what? Yeah, some of the other. It's like not a, it's not, not playing Western cupcake. Carolina. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, Rice is still a team that went into Marshall that was undefeated last year and beat them twenty to nothing in yeah. Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah. All right. They lost to UAB by five. This team's not that bad. That's true. Marshall was what? Marshall had a great. They were undefeated last year when this that game happened. That was late in the season too, right? So look, I, I'm not making the case that Rice is a tough game on their schedule, but if that's your easiest fucking game, that's a hard schedule. Yeah, that's true. And you know Arkansas is going to want them. Yeah, you're two for Pittman. Maybe they're improved, dude. I mean, this. You know what's crazy is there's potential for a horrible season here. Man. There really is like, like out the gate playing a team that has Levi Lewis coming back and 98% of your roster. And they've have a strong winning pedigree of going like 21 and whatever three. I don't know. I, I I'm just spitballing here over the past two years and you're breaking in a new quarterback, a new head coach, and you're taking on them. This screams dangerous, dangerous game. Yeah. It just screams. I mean, like we saw them beat Iowa state by 17 in Ames last year. Yeah. No, this is definitely dangerous. We're talking about an Iowa state team that beat Oklahoma and then whooped Oregon's ass in the Fiesta bowl and Louisiana whipped them. And it's a, a border battle, Texas. I mean, both of their first two games are border Dude, battles. Lafayette went 10 and one last year and their only loss was to coastal Carolina by three. Yeah. You can't sleep. That's your first game. <laughs> Dude. Let me say this too. Like Obviously it's not related to job performance, but it didn't help Herman. The fact that there was some behind the scenes drama going on, you know, that if anything, more than like his uh, record wins he, and losses, it, I'll be honest. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, a, I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm saying if I'm a coach elsewhere, like let's say who's on the hot seat this year, that's not a huge program. Uh, <laughs> they gotta, they gotta be thinking about hiring, hiring Tom Herman, right? Yeah. You gotta figure Herman's gotta be back on the uh, radar of a lot of programs. Like, he, he had pretty good success. I mean, it took it, him a while to get it going. If but Purdue fires Brom, should they consider Tom Herman? I think so. Yeah, probably. I mean, especially since right? he's got Ohio ties. If I'm his, it, his name, probably seeing his success at Houston. Yeah. Let's let's say that uh, somebody jumps up. Fickle leaves for USC. Oh, he'd does be Cincinnati perfect. go for Tom Herman? Yeah, they better. You know what I mean? Because you know Mike uh, Brom's the the president of USC. For, he came from Cincinnati. He's the guy who hired Fickle at Cincinnati. So it makes a lot of sense yeah. that, that that USC would go for Fickle. That does make but sense. I'm just saying in general, whatever whatever the situation may be, whether it's uh, uh, to me, if, if Cal says, "Hey, we're done with you, Justin Wilcox," do we? They should look at Tom Herman. Everyone should. He's gonna get a yeah. look eventually. I, like, and if if uh, Sarkeesian's evidence of it whatsoever, a couple of years would do you good you know, for your reputation, clear you up. And that that's kind of what I was getting at though. It's like, once you're at that big program, especially Texas in particular, like when all the eyeballs are on you and if you're not winning, you start losing some of these games early, then they're going to be looking to pick you apart. The fan base is going to be coming at you. And if they, they're going to, they're going to be digging stuff up. And for a guy with demons, like uh, Sarkeesian has in his past, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and if, if Herman 
I'm sorry. A freeze leaves Liberty. A shit. If Dino Babers gets fired at Syracuse, why yeah. would you not consider Tom Herman? Yeah. There's plenty of places that would do better by, you he's got to be a head coach next year. Yeah. I mean, he, the guy's never had a losing season. I think he should stay somewhere in the state of Texas or nearby though. Cause I think he was able to recruit pretty decently, but who else would do that? Who else? Would I'm saying like what coach? other schools in Texas right now, you know, Jimbo's fine at a and M. Yeah. Holgerson's still too early to tell. Yeah. Aranda's still brand new. Uh, Gary Patterson could retire. I guess he could retire maybe somewhere else in the big 12. I mean, climbing's pretty steady there. I mean, mid-major mid-major uh, Texas. That I might mean, be what uh, he has to do. SMU Sonny Dykes doing great though. He could go the OC route again. He should be a fucking head coach, dude. He almost went undefeated last year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he got fired for losing. I mean, that that's pretty crazy. Um, I, and so, so, I mean, do you think Texas beats Louisiana week one? I'm not ready to say that. I'm not 100% ready, but I guess just based on talent, you have to figure they will. I mean, we, we, we're sleeping on Sarkeesian. He always was able to move the ball, you know? So I think that, you know, even though every coach that has been an Alabama offensive coordinator has been able to move the ball too. So that's not that big of an accomplishment to do that there. Uh, he's, he's been able to move I, the ball at other I'm gonna locations say this. too. Yeah. They're going to go one and one. I think they're either going to lose to Lafayette or, or Arkansas. Wow, they could, they could. Uh, what makes you think they're just flat out? Just I mean, they're breaking in a new quarterback too. What makes you think they're just going to be flat out better than Lafayette well, I think or Arkansas? Way more talented than both of these teams, but uh, but I'm going to say by TCU they'll have lost one. Well, after Arkansas, they get Rice and Texas Tech, which I think they'll win those games. Yeah. Although Texas Tech almost beat them last year, they needed two onside kicks. Yeah, um, uh, they're going to lose at TCU. Yeah, I got them losing two games by then. You might be right. They might be three and two at that point. I think you're probably right, actually. Then they play Oklahoma. I think they go three and three. Yeah. Then we just talked about this. After Oklahoma, they welcome Mike Gundy. They're going to go three and four. <laughs> I mean, that's a fifty-fifty game, but I think we just gave that to OK State, didn't okay. we? Okay. Bye week at Baylor. They'll win that. I got them winning it too. Four and four, but it's a back-to-back away stretch. And then they're in Ames. They're losing four that. and five, four and five home to Kansas. I told you Leopold's going to, going to pull off one. <laughs> it won't be, it this won't one. be this one. Five, five and five, five at West Virginia. That's a loss. Probably. Five I don't and know. Six. They beat K state. They're going six and six. No, they're going to go seven and five, six and six. You heard it here first. They are projected. What is uh beware what you wish for though, because you just had a season last year where you were much better than that. Yeah. Beware what you wish for. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I guess if you're thinking about Imagine if they lose to Lafayette too. I mean, what this is we're doing this giving them some breaks. Yeah. Yeah, if they take an L early. They could lose to K-State. They could lose to uh Texas Tech or or Lafayette. It's true. If I'm looking at Texas's seasons here, I mean, Mac Brown obviously had an incredible run. You know, he had how many straight 10 win seasons? One, they only two, have three, one four, national five, championship five, in, six, seven, in 50 years, buddy. Eight, nine, 10 straight 10 win seasons. Uh, at what point does that hit home, though? One national championship in 50 years. Well, they might have gotten another one if Colt McCoy doesn't go down in the first corner against Alabama. Probably not. They still got rolled in that game. But yeah, I mean, they are not nearly as successful as they should be. Yeah. But they're like that, like chick that's like a four at the bar that thinks she's like a nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, if I get drunk enough, I'll talk to you. But no, right now I'm not interested. Well, you know what they are? They're like the chick that's a ten at the bar, but she's just the biggest whore ever, and so <laughs> <laughs> goes home unhappy. Uh, uh, so I mean, what's a what's a great Sarkeesian year one? Ten and two. That would be a great. I year. mean, what do you think though for fans? What what's obviously they have unrealistic expectations. Yeah. What do you think they're thinking in their head? Nine and three. I think they're thinking 10 wins. I think they think Sarkeesian's going to come in and go yeah. Mac Brown on it. I can't wait. Now, it even took Mac Brown uh, four years to get to his first 10 win season. But you know, when I, when you talk about Mac Brown's 10 straight 10 win seasons there, it, they've only gotten one since uh, 2010. So one 10 win season, well, they returned back to what they were in the nineties. That's what I'm saying. Like they were not what people, they have the stigma of like, we are football and dominance. No, you're not. 
Mac yeah. Brown that was there for a little bit and he captured that. Yeah, exactly. From uh, 1984 to 19 or to 2000, 16, 17 years, only two 10 win seasons. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's all a myth. Um, let's, let's switch over and let's talk about those red Raiders. Patty C uh, Matt Wells, you know, the, the fans didn't want him hired there. So I actually think even though he's only in year three, this is a make or break year. Tyler Shuck though is in from Oregon. <laughs> I don't think that's a big win for them. Maybe a little bit. You get that uh, pack 12, throw the ball around. I mean, they were kind of a run based team at Oregon. So I don't know what their expectation is for him, but he seems like a serviceable quarterback. They returned nine starters on, on defense. They got this Eric uh, Zucanma. Zucanma. That guy can play. Yeah. I, I liked him. I rostered him in DFS a few times. Nice. Um, I think that's it's bowl game or bust for, for Texas tech. Yeah. Bowl game or bust. Athlon's got him at five and seven. Now the best thing they have going for them is they're at a conference schedule. Now they go play a game at Houston. Yeah. Right. Week one, they get the, if they get this, which is a big if because Clayton tune coming back at Houston, Holgerson year three, mm-hmm. one or two and a half, whatever you want to say with COVID, but I don't know who's winning that game. The I think in Houston, I think gun to my head, I would take Houston. Yeah. Right. I don't know though. Holgerson's kind of underperformed at this point. But I think gun to my head right now, I think I would take Houston. Wells, they went what four and six last year, including that heartbreaking loss. They should have beat Texas. Yeah, yeah, against Texas. Um, I mean, they still they only beat Kansas by three. Patty C. <laughs> that's that's a pretty bad look. Baylor there. by one. You know what I mean? They have some 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 stinkers. I don't know what to think of this team, but I can tell you this: Who you taking in this Houston game? This is a pivotal game, and this is why Texas Tech fans, if you want to circle one for your season, that is very important. It's probably this Houston game. Because if you win this, I can see a season where yes, you get Stephen F. Austin next. That's a win. You host Florida International. Dangerous. Ask the Miami Hurricanes about that. But yeah. I think I think you'll that'll be three and zero. Oh. Yeah. You let that momentum build. Now you play a back to back, a brutal back to back away of at Texas and at West Virginia. You're gonna reality is gonna come hit home there. Yeah. But I think TCU on October 9th, capable of winning that game. You let that be four wins at Kansas. Let that be five wins, Patty. See, by October sixteenth, you could be five and two, and really be thinking bowl game. Now, the end of the season, brutal. K State at Oklahoma, home to Iowa State, home to OK State at Baylor. But That's you got to figure you'll be five. able to find one win there. Yeah, get you, yourself bowling. You get the, yourself the six and six. You go to the Hertz Rent a Car Bowl. <laughs> You're right? right, and the Houston game probably is the it's biggest gigantic. Game of the season. It's gigantic for Red Raider fans. So, gun yeah. to your head. Is Matt Wells taking them to a bowl, Patty? Well, Houston was three and five last year with some good wins against terrible teams and some bad losses against good teams. So I think this is actually going to be a really good matchup. I think the fact that it's in Houston gives them a slight edge to the Cougars. Yeah. Right now, I would take Houston by two. Me too. And yeah. I think, but I, when all of a sudden, it's like when me and Nick were previewing the uh, that Missouri schedule. And I said, man, that game against Kentucky, I think it's week two. It's gigantic for their season. Yeah. Because they can afford a loss to Boston college, but as far as them being a contender in the sec East, they got to beat that Kentucky game so early that it's dangerous. Right. Who's this Missouri, but I'm saying like, it was like, you look at the schedule and you're like, it shouldn't be their biggest game, but it is in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's going to tell the, the fan base, what to expect right. essentially. It's going to uh, impact the momentum of the season. That yes. And I feel like this is a similar spot with Texas tech Houston week yeah. one, which makes it, you know, I had this further back on my slate of week one games to watch. Yeah. I think it's moving up spots when I yeah. really think about this. Well, these teams are in terms of quality, they seem about identical. Yeah. You know, so certainly, so, I mean, I think Texas tech will give a, a slight edge, but the fact that it's in Houston, I think that gives them enough of an edge to, to counter to them. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's a, what's a great season for a Texas tech fan eight and four. Yeah. I think that'd be a very good season. I mean the back end of that schedule, but just a bowl, you should be happy with just a bowl, right? Yeah. Even if you go six and seven, you lose the bowl game to in the Hertz car rental bowl to (laughs) to San Diego state. Right? Yeah. I agree. If they go six and seven, you, you, you're the floor that you should be expecting here is probably five, you know, because you should expect to beat Houston, right? 
Yeah. You should obviously expect to be Stephen F. Austin and FIU and Kansas. So that should put you at four. And then you should find one more somewhere else in there. No, but you got to have a postseason. This is year three for that coach. Two point yeah. five. If you want to, oh, he, he'll, be, he'll be very much on the hot seat. If he, he might he's, get no, fired. If he doesn't make a bowl, he's going to get fired. You think? Because I, I don't think, uh, from what I understand, they never wanted him. Yeah. And I, I think they will pull the plug on him. So does six and six save his job? I think so. Yeah. Six and six are bust. There it is. Um, let's talk Texas Christian University, the TCU Horn Frogs, Patty C. Another one of our sleeper teams. I think the pa- uh, the Big Twelve has a lot of sleeper teams. Yeah, I think everyone thinking OK State or I'm sorry, Oklahoma or Iowa State. Then there's the K State Wildcats. There's the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Yeah, and then I'm going to mention it's not Texas to me. It's TCU and West Virginia that are the other ones that I think, huh? Right. And let's start with TCU here. Max Duggan back. Um, this guy, we know we've, 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 you know, I think you've said he's, he's pretty much Johnny, he's my he's top Johnny United's 2.0. That's right, right. Top five in the country. As far as I'm concerned. Um, and this guy's a stud and they got the Zach Evans, a five-star freshman entering his sophomore season. Now um, Tay Barber, a wide receiver. That guy had a, you know, that guy's a stud. So you would think especially uh, Davis at the other spot too, that this offense could be really good. And defensively, I know you think, okay, well, they're only bringing back six, but that with Patterson, that never really matters. Yeah. I mean, sure. You're like, okay, if they bring him back 10, it feels great to say that that and guy can coach up. But yeah, I feel like he, if there's one coach that can get away with that defensively, um, what, what should fans be happy with? We're going to go. I know we're going to go through the, the schedule here, but I mean, this, this is one that I think could end up in the big 12 championship. They very well could. Um, they're at a conference schedule sets up nice. All three of those games at home and a bye week. Although SMU beat them the last time they played in Fort worth. Was it? No, or, but I'm saying uh, the last time they played yeah. Sonny Dykes who hired Jim Levitt, love that hire, but uh, look out the gate. They get Duquesne yeah. so, solid FCS, but that's a, that's a fucking cakewalk, right? Yeah. Um, then they get Cal. That's a good game. That is a good game. Yeah. I give TCU the edge right now. I do too, but not by much. Yeah. In Fort worth though. This is one that I think in the fourth quarter will be a one score game. Yeah, I agree. But I do think TCU will have on. the edge. Yeah. The SMU game is scary to me, but the buy before that's huge. Well, that's true. That is true. I get a week to prepare for the air raid. Yeah. All right. I'm on board three and oh, three and oh, you know, Patterson's got it. Like he's like eight and two or seven and two or something against Texas. Yeah. They're going to beat Texas. Yep. Right. They're going to be four and at Texas tech. That's a winnable game. I think they win that five and oh at Oklahoma loss. That's where they take the five out. and one, but look the fuck out for that yes. game, man. Yes. Home to West Virginia. Wait, who is uh, Oklahoma going to be coming off of the, the red river shootout. Red river shootout. I'm telling you, man, it could be a letdown city yeah, there. Yeah. That's a nice spot to catch them, but five and one home to West Virginia. For some reason, WVU fucks them up. What was it? 37, 10 last year. For some reason, WVU fucks them up. I guess you up. have to uh, take last year. And uh, even though but West it's v- in Fort Worth, this could be a win. There could be a win. If we're going optimistic, most optimistic. Okay. Six and one at K State. That's a loss. Yeah, probably. Six and two. Home to Baylor. Seven and two. At K State. That's a tough game. That's that's a loss. Yeah. Home to Kansas at Iowa State. Four losses. So there's no way Big Twelve Championship. No, I think if they if could. they beat K State uh on our on on what, October thirtieth. Or then, they beat Oklahoma State. Yeah. I think then that's capable of winning those games. Yeah. Yeah, they could be ten and two. They could be in the Big Twelve Championship. There's value in in playing a play for TCU. There's value in playing a play for K State. There's value in playing a play for Oklahoma State. Yeah, and we'll see if there's value for West Virginia. Uh, I believe there's value there too. I'm yeah. just gonna let you know that I'm high on on Neil Brown and what he's doing there. But okay, wh- what's the okay? Is uh, things getting stale in Fort Worth? Like, what will fans be saying? Hey, let's fire Gary Patterson. Six and six. Uh, I guess so. Let me pull up. Uh of TCU football seasons. I'm just curious. Like what would be, I think fans are should expect seven and five or better, right? Yeah. Six and six. I think you're somewhat, he, he stays on for another year, five and seven. They want him fired, right? They want him to retire. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, I guess if you would look at where he was before around 
2010, 2011. What was it? Well, four straight years of at least 11 wins there. <laughs> and then, you know, a couple clunkers, but then two more, uh, they had three 10 win seasons or 11 plus win seasons in a four year period from 2014 to 2017, Wait, four, 11. No, no, uh, yeah, four 11 win seasons in a row. 2008, Jeez. 11 and two. I mean, and really, like before that, like, whoa, he had, he had six 11 win seasons in seven years. He was really killing it. And then they fell off and then they recovered. They, they had three 11 win seasons in well, four Fuente seasons. Left. They had a bunch of assistants get jobs. Yeah. But, yeah. but recently it's gotten stale. Seven and six, five and seven, six and four his last three years. So. Mm. Mm. Can mm. Gary Patterson write the ship? I mean, look, like the, all three of those years, 2014, 2015, and 2017, which weren't that long ago, top 10 finishes. So yeah, you got to give this guy a bit of a leash, even yeah. if he has like but a tough five year. and seven, <sighs> they're going to start calling yeah. for him but six and six. I think he's okay. I think he's got him. He's bought himself another year. I mean, they could be a sleeper. They could be a sleeper. When you think about everyone that's there, yeah. they really could be a sleeper. Is all right, he guys. the longest tenured coach at, uh, I think T- fa- Oh, uh, TC or in, um, no, in I think Ferentz was hired one day before him. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience, big 12 previews brought to you by Coors light. Do you ever feel like you're always on Patty C? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit that reset button, you know, to get ready for what's next? Because these days everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues. And really just an expectation to be on 24 seven. So sometimes you need to say, Hey, fuck that. You need a moment to chill, turn that off, hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors light. It is made to chill. There's only one beer out there. That's actually made to chill. And that is Coors light. The mountains on the bottles, the cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know, when it's time to chill, Uh, you know, when you need to hit a reset, just open a Coors light. Shit, me and Patty C are doing it right now, right? It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Course light is cold lagered, cold filter, cold package. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Not the baseball team I'm talking about, the actual fucking mountains, right? And it's perfect for a moment to unwind, all right? Course light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you need to hit that reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Um, Patty C. You know what? Let me just read off one more. Underdog Fantasy is brought to you, or the college experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't played on Underdog Fantasy, you have to check it out. Their fantasy basketball tournaments are some of the best around, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can win a million dollars. Holy shit. Yes. You can win a million dollars. Plus you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props from the MLB to the NBA and more. They also have a special NBA playoffs, best ball tournament going on as well. Go to underdogfantasy.com and use that promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their best ball mania two tournament for your chance to win a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right, we, we, we're at the end of the road here. West Virginia Mountaineers, who I happen to be a little bullish on. Yeah, I really think uh, you look at this team, Patty C. Pull up a little West Virginia action. Jared Doge, Doge coin. That's right. Right, going to the senior moon. quarterback. I think uh, it's nice to have him back for the Bowling Green transfer. Uh they get they they actually went. And got uh, Doug Nestor, the best offensive lineman for Virginia Tech, transferred over to West Virginia, and they play each other. What a brutal transfer! Mm, 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 mm. So I know you look and you say, "Oh, they're only returning two starters." Not really when you add in Nestor um, on the O line. That is um, receiving wise, Bryce Ford, Wheaton, Sean Ryan back. The uh, O'Laughlin, O'Laughlin, <laughs> O'Lad. <laughs> O'Laughlin's back at tight end. Laddie, uh, Letty Brown. This dude's a fucking stud running back. Yeah. You remember him in the fall? This guy was a beast. Now defensively, I think what, they get Dante, Dante stills back. The other stills brother uh, went to the NFL, but they have about six starters back on defense. Um, there's potential here. I mean, this, 
by the way, they play 11 power fives, tough schedule, 11 power fives. This team needs to be rewarded for that. All right. They should. I will say uh, Doge or is it Daggy or Doge? How do you pronounce that name? Dodge Doge. I, I have no idea. I think it's Doge Doge yeah. uh, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's, you know, pretty solid. And then you have a thousand yard back coming back too. Yeah. Keep an eye on also Charles Woods. The, this guy was an all FCS uh, first team cornerback from Illinois state and bringing him in. Uh, I know we look and say, Oh, it's just th- this guy can play. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing at an all FCS level, you can play at, yeah. at, at potential at, NFL yeah. level. Yeah. Um, I think that helps that defense more than we realize. And then just the fact that uh, Neil Brown, I think is just an underrated coach. You look at last season's record, six and four, kind of an underrated six and four. And, and even if you look at the losses, um, seven point loss to Texas tech, you know, the, uh, the Oklahoma state game was actually closer than what the score indicated. Now I will say the Iowa state game was brutal. So there's that, but um, I, I look at the schedule at Maryland playing your boy, Mike Loxley uh, week one. I, yeah. think, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I agree. They play long Island. And shout out to Long Island, by the way, Patty C for, for scheduling. This is a team that just came up from D two, right? The sharks yeah. of Long Island. That's right. They play three FBS teams this year. Nice. They're getting Florida international opening Thursday night. Strong West Island. Yeah. Uh, just check grabbing those checks, man. Let's do it. Um, That's right. Punching bags are us. Then they get Virginia tech in Morgantown. I favor West Virginia to be three and oh, you? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to beat Virginia Tech. I agree. You know, Neil Brown, I didn't realize this that uh that he's a great coach. Yeah, I mean, in Troy's football history, which I guess at the FBS level dated back to 2001, uh 0 10 win seasons ever. And then Neil Brown's uh goes his first year 4 and 8, you know, turning the program around, but then three straight 10 win seasons. Uh, including a win at LSU, a six point loss at Clemson with Deshaun Watson. When they won the national championship, they were winning in the fourth quarter against Clemson, a team that won that national championship. Uh, That's at Troy. Yeah. Five and seven, his first year at West Virginia, six and four last year. Is he about to take that step to the next? And I think I'm going to highlight on this here at Maryland. Yeah. win home to long Island. win. I think they're going to beat Virginia tech in Morgantown. I agree. And I think that game at Oklahoma, even though I've, we've, we've already predicted this Oklahoma's going to win this one. I think it's sneaky. Yeah. Cause Oklahoma's coming off that Nebraska game. Yep. I think it's sneaky. Um, but let's give them three and one there. Then they're home to Texas tech four and one Yep. at Baylor five and one. Could That's be. not a brutal back to back. Uh, you're talking about uh, at Baylor at TCU. I understand with the buy in between though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And with the buy in between, I didn't even, I completely forgot about that. So they don't even have a true back-to-back. That's huge. Oh dude. Schedule this breaks schedule nice. breaks really nice, bro. This schedule breaks really nice. I mean the yeah. fact that they get that, that week off in between the uh, Baylor and TCU games, but I'll say this October 30th to November 20th, brutal home to Iowa state home to Oklahoma state at K state home to Texas. At least you're getting three of those four at home. But it could make for a fucking great year if Morgantown's rocking. Well, what does Neil Brown do? Is it just like tough ass football, disciplined football? Yeah, you know, good on all uh, you know all phases of the game. Um, uh, I, I've been impressed with the defensive play at both Troy and West Virginia so far. Yeah, so well, they had the number one scoring defense in the Big Twelve last year, but the eighth offense. So if the offense takes comes a around step a little forward, bit, yeah. Well, this is a dangerous team, dude. This is one that I still think there's value to play for the Big 12 championship. Dude, their pass defense is unbelievable. They were the number one pass defense in the uh, Big 12 at 159.6 yards per game. The next closest pass defense, Baylor, giving up 203 yards a game. That is a lights out fucking defense, Neil Brown's going. I didn't, I didn't, I was struggling to figure out what his identity is. I guess he's a defensive juggernaut kind of guy. Uh, he's a guy that's got West Virginia. It, I'm telling you, there's great value in taking West Virginia to, to find and the, the schedule breaks. You don't play back, back to back away. Yeah. Even if you lose to Virginia tech or Maryland out the gate, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All you gotta do is get to that big 12 championship. And to me, your away games are at Oklahoma at Baylor at K state at Kansas. 
Baylor and Kansas are the two worst teams in the in the the Big Twelve. So two of your away games are against the two worst teams. That's true. K State and Oklahoma are tough, but if you just win one of those, you're putting yourself in a great spot to be in the Big Twelve championship. Mountaineers even have a better shot than OK State. Wow! And K State. All three of our top contenders for the second spot in the uh, Big Twelve championship game. Yeah, that's Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Texas. All going to Morgantown. We gotta have. Um, there's no way Texas is going right. There's no way that West Virginia's value is incredibly slept on to win the Big Twelve. It is. I'm sure that all you gotta do is get in that game and then win. Yeah. If you if you got a extra fifty bucks laying around, I love it. I love this play, and I, I actually think. I, I mean, we talked about this, me and you, off air. Yeah. I storylines in college football. It's hard to find ones that I'm super excited about. Yeah. The Big Twelve gives me a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see Leopold's, you know, see right. what he can do. Anytime you're interested right. in the absolute gutter basement of the Big Twelve, then the rest of the everything well, going Iowa up State's there is trajectory. Rosy. Yeah. Um, I think could this be Gary Patterson's last hurrah? Yeah. Uh Texas, am I gonna see the difference between Herman and Sarkeesian? And then really to me, these teams like uh West Virginia and K State yeah. and OK State that I think people are sleeping on that I yeah. think have a that's what makes us and even Texas upside. Tech, knowing that knowing that Matt Wells is they that they didn't want him, so now he's really in a in a make or break year in a way. So yeah. I, I don't find much boring about the Big Twelve. A Baylor rebound like, potential. If anything, the only boring thing is Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I'm saying that even that's somewhat compelling because Alex Grinch has got them playing defense at a higher level than they have in like fucking 20 years. So maybe they're ready to take the next yeah. step. So I feel like the Big 12, I know I touched on the Pac 12 and the Big 10 West. Very compelling. The Big 12, I think you make a case, is the most interesting conference for 2021. I have to agree with you. Yeah. It's a very fucking interesting conference. Yeah. Uh, so. And there's just so much parody. You know, yeah. I, I think it's going to cost them in the end. But uh, but it's gonna be fun along the way. Yeah, definitely. Def- I mean, the most boring conference has got to be what ACC, right? Just yeah. because we know we already know what's gonna happen. Okay. Um, but I- I'm really excited to watch the Big Twelve this year, and we will have you covered on the college football experience. So make sure you subscribe, and don't forget to subscribe to the college basketball experience. The Big Twelve, we got you covered. Come on, uh, Chris Beard going over to Texas, right? That's compelling. Bringing in a bunch, a shit ton of transfers. They're gonna be loaded. Porter Moser going to Oklahoma. Kansas bill self just landed uh, Remy Martin transfer from Arizona state. That was big time. Uh, K state. Bruce Weber's going to have his best squad in a few years. That's compelling. Iowa state getting TJ Osberger or whatever uh, Asperger's uh, <laughs> from fucking UNLV, right? He's a former assistant at Iowa state. I think that team's going to instantly be better. Uh, Texas tech staying with the beard family with the assistant. Um, Baylor, obvious. How do I mention? How do I go this far without mentioning Baylor? Obviously, can they repeat uh, them getting you know Akinio, the the Georgetown and Arizona transfer, huge, and then bringing back some key pieces? Um, just all throughout the conference. Who else am I forgetting? Patty, see TCU, Jamie Dixon. I think it's a big year for Jamie Dixon at TCU. But we will have you covered on the college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, in West Virginia, Bob Huggins. I yeah. think it could be a good, good team this year. And he finally, uh, well, he's losing McBride and presumably, uh, but they, he, Jared they, they went, they but. went the transfer portal route though. Yeah. They got some players. Huggins, Huggins, you know, is going to bring in some guys. We got you covered on the college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, yeah, we're excited for big 12 football though. Um, and like I said, if you're a first time listener, Make sure you subscribe because me, Patty C and NC Nick, our third guy who's not on this episode. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game against the spread. And we've been over 500 each and every year. We've also been way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. So make sure you check that out. I mean, come on, look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things, specifically the college basketball feed. Cause that's brand. That's a brand new feed before we were doing the college basketball on. We, it was just one podcast called the college experience. Now we have the, it's the college football experience, the college basketball experience. So get over and leave some new reviews that's for the right. college if basketball you left experience. One before, yeah. We love you. Thank you so much. Maybe you're resting on your laurels with one 
but now there's a whole new feed. Yes. So we gotta have you do it again. Yes, please get over there, do it again. Go to College Basketball Experience on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to podcasts at. Leave that nice review. And if you do, take a screenshot of your review, even if you've done it once before, tag me at the Colby D and I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. We got a brand new logo. It's you get fire. the new fresh gear guys. Yeah. College football and college basketball. Look, studies say if you're wearing a new shirt, your chances of getting ass go up 87.4%, especially in sunlight. So uh, please don't look. I want to help you out here besides right. giving you winners. Cause we know money leads to more pussy, right? Yeah. Uh, or cock. If you're women out there, we know, you know, okay. look, <laughs> I'm just saying if you got money, <laughs> chances are it never hurts. Chances are, chances are Barbara Bush wasn't getting a much of much, much attention prior to her making a lot of money. And then all of a sudden <laughs> old George swinging D George going, comes, she goes to happy hour. And maybe every guy at the fucking bar wants to, uh, <laughs> wants to be interested Get a piece of right? that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Look, we've seen this happen before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so come on, get to give us that review. Take that screenshot. All right. At the Colby D on Twitter. Uh, give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Make sure you check out the college basketball experience. I just did an episode uh, highlighting the ACC off season right now. Check that one out and uh, make sure you uh, follow the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at the SGP network and check out the Slack channel. Holy shit. I'm just promoting a ton of shit over here, but uh, yeah, college football right around the corner, guys, we're going to have you covered breaking out all 130 teams on the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, retweet all that shit. This is the college experience, big 12 conference preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.